previously on CCTV. She had the NSYNC phone. There's an NSYNC phone. So perfect for the situation that they had just come out of with Mr. Perlman. It's gonna be May. Moving on to the next era, for the next album, NSYNC took on even more creative control and JC and Justin took the lead. Lance was focusing more on the business side while Joey and Chris took the lead on planning tours and performances, which makes sense. I mean, Universal Studios, hello. <laughs> and this time, the group wasn't as focused on making pop hits. They instead wanted to experiment more and expand on what pop music means to them and what it could sound like. So in May 2001, NSYNC released the first single from the new project, Pop. Come on now, and written by Justin Timberlake and choreographer Wade Robson, this song was also produced by BT, who is an iconic electronic producer known for stutter editing, which is used prominently within the song. And Jive, the label, was very hesitant at first to release the single because they felt it was a little too out there, with Justin's beatboxing and elements of electro-funk, EDM, and hair metal, just to name a few of the many influences in this song. But they did not need to worry because the song was a huge hit and ended up winning a ton of awards, including multiple video music awards. This video was, was interesting because like them being in this huge, like, weird kind of Willy Wonka-esque studio where it was a club it was interesting and then you know Justin being his he was in his white chocolate phase so he had like the buzz cut <laughs> and he's like you, you know what I'm talking about <laughs> so <laughs> so him talking about you know the uh you know the pop like gets you kind of fizzy up here you know a little bit down there I was like this is them at their finest they're funny they don't take themselves too seriously but they're going to give you vocals and and, and performance and this song is the culmination of all that but is actually a single not a b-side not something that you would catch on a on a concert tour it's their single this is their space cowboy but just a little bit more like genre blended if you will and the way they sang their parts of their songs were just so aggressive and powerful and sick and mm -hmm. i'm like yeah i'm sick too <laughs> oh my god but I, I i like just the whole idea of it it's just like pop music doesn't have to be super serious and somehow it became super serious but um you can just have fun like if you like the music it's pop if you if you feel like you want to dance it's pop music if it's popular it's pop it's, it takes you someplace it's this is pop like them de defining what pop is and i mean at the time they had the authority to do so so the song is super out there i like it so i want to like one of my favorites by them because it's just really like huh wait where's the r&b where's the it's just it's there it's just mm -hmm. there with other genres yeah you know, it's a weird yeah, song for I love sure, it. though. <laughs> it definitely is them kind of going to the yeah. next level for sure. Because, yeah, I think like what you were saying, like pop was so formulaic at that time. Because, you know, the this early 2000s was kind of the peak of it. You had every pop star for kind sure. of sounding the same, really. Um, and all, a lot of those songs sounded yeah. the same. So them coming out here and, and trying something different was definitely appreciated. And, of course, the label was like, I don't know, you know. Labels hate risk-taking, as we know. But yeah, super catchy, and I I agree with you. I love that they're not taking themselves too seriously as well. And even in the video, it's kind of a good balance of we're really cool and we're having so much fun, but it's also kind of just making fun of everything, right? Because it's so extra with the camera effects. Yes. It's super colorful. All the, all the slow-mo and the speed-ups. Yes. Um, Image-wise, it's kind of crazy that this was only, what, three years after after I Want You Back. <laughs> Second video, at least, I Want You Back. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, they look That's crazy. way more grown, for sure. Um, and the confidence, like, I, the confidence was obviously there from the beginning with the Disney special, at least. Yes. But now it's, like, it insane. It's so, it's so it's good. It, it's yeah. so effort, like, even more effortless. Yeah. Like, I don't even know, like, what the next level of effortlessness is, but it is that. Um, and the choreo is pretty iconic yeah. for sure. Like shout out to Wade Robson. Uh, obviously that <laughs> relationship, friendship mm -hmm. did not uh, turn into yeah. something good at the end. Yeah. But his contribution to Ooh. pop, I also am very thankful to him 
as well for for at least that part of it. Yes. So before the new album was released, the group started on the Pop Odyssey Stadium Tour. And right in the middle of the run, the album Celebrity was released in July 2001. JC and Justin co-wrote almost every track on the project. Really exciting. And the second single from the album was Fun, a track that Justin had initially written for Michael Jackson. Good track, but it's another one that I maybe appreciate more now than I used to. I remember at the time I was kind Um, of like, that's fine. You know, I think after pop, that was like so energetic and so fun. And then you kind of do the drama of this. I was kind of like, okay. Uh, But of course, you look at it from the business perspective, right? So Justin and JC were obviously being primed to be solo artists. Justin originally wrote this for MJ and then MJ got back too late and then he wanted to do it as a duet with Justin but not within sync. You know, it was all just very clearly leading towards the eventual solo careers here. So in addition to being a good song, it's also, you know, a very deliberate business choice. But yeah, it's got a really nice melody. Mm -hmm. Um, Justin's vocal on it is really, really good. It's definitely not my favorite on the album. No, I feel like it's just, it, it, it does definitely sound like Justin, like what he would do later on. And that's kind of like, it's okay in terms of like it being for him. But you guys are a group and I feel like there's a little bit more that could have been done. Just it's a wee bit more in terms of making it more of like a group song. Instead of him sitting there singing by himself. Even watching the concerts. Couldn't even finish that sentence. Even watching the concert, you can see him kind of step away. Everyone's still sitting on the stuff. He goes, oh, oh, no, no, I'm sitting here. And get you out of my Like, boy, if you don't let someone... What's someone I know, JC could have at least taken that second verse. Come on now. Please, yeah. God. You know, that's my only kind of gripe with it. It's a solid song. What do you think of the album? Ah, man. The First of all, Celebrity as a title is great because it wasn't them being like... When I grow up, I want to be famous. It was more just like, like you said, it, it's them not taking themselves seriously, them just kind of making a commentary on what it's like to be a celebrity. Even with the title track, Celebrity, you have Lance, if I was a celebrity. You know what I'm saying? Good, good for Lance, because no one could hit that note but you, boo. You got it. Um, but yeah, songs like that, you're just sitting there like, oh, yeah, okay, we're getting the vibe of it. But once you get past those like pop songs and then the title track, you're getting into some solid tracks like... um. Tell me, tell me, baby. Uh, just don't tell me that. Uh, uh, up against the walls, one like my, a fun one to me because I'm just like again, they're like in their hot boy twenties. Oh my gosh, where are the songs like this? I need a little bit more. Give me some dirty, just a little bit. Um, because I think it's just interesting to kind of hear men, women, whomever, kind of coming into their own kind of like sexiness and then talking about it. Where I can like, I can have anyone I want. So come here. It's just fun. We all get that kind of vibe where it's like, my hair looks really nice today or like my clothes are like really tight or whatever. Tight. Wow. The 90s have bit me. Um, Like it's just, <laughs> but yeah, there's something about those kinds of songs. Like up against the wall, it's fun. It's not like a perfect like, oh my God, this is like, a, you know, this is their open. Mm-hmm. This is amazing, but it's fun. And um, Game Over is a good one because like they do breakup songs so well. You know, they're grown men now. Not all the time is it going to be, you know, Oh, girl, God send me an angel. Sometimes it's like, no, you, you, yeah, yeah, you yeah. played yourself. And I love this song, you know? Like, I like things like that. But um, there's some other tracks Ooh. I feel like you and I both like, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think you're going to well, say, though. So it's interesting <laughs> listening back now to this. I will say I probably listened to the <laughs> Celebrity album the least out of the three. Um, I'm oh, yeah, just same. not as connected same. to it for some reason. And and when I was trying to analyze that, I think it's sure. just because it isn't as hit heavy. Like you can tell they were trying sure. to just experiment a bit and take some more risks there. And I think it does yeah. work with some more song, some songs more than others. But it, I think because of that, mm-hmm. it's not the most cohesive album. Like those first couple songs that you called out, like the Tell Me, Tell Me um, and, and, and those those were more from like the Max Martin camp and that kind of yep. more safe songs, but then they're not as good as the previous 
Max Martin's Swedish song. So then they then it's like, okay, so they're yeah. like they're not filler, but they're not singles. You no, know what I mean? Right. Then you have the more progressive stuff, which tends to be the ones that I prefer, right? Which we were talking about, like Do Your Thing. Those are good. The last song on the album. And then the two of us oh, as well. So good. You know, because I think also it makes sense, like there's some UK garage <laughs> influence in there. There's some very effortless coolness in there. And that's just kind of, I tend to just lean towards stuff like that for sure. So I think, yeah, yeah no, for those sure. are some, some of my favorites in the whole of NSYNC's discography. But I think as a whole project, it feels a little disjointed, I would say. And it mm-hmm. makes me really sad because mm-hmm. spoiler alert, this was their last album. And... Or I think you may have already said that, but yeah, this is the last album. So it sucks because it almost felt like this uh, was the transition to them being like they were about to hit like their oh, mid twenties and seven. It felt like they could maybe leave the Max Martin world next time. And then they could really uh-huh. kind of own it in and, and then do it exactly how they want to. Uh-huh. And it sucks because it ended right before that. <laughs> uh-huh. Listen, two of us love that. Yeah. I didn't know the dance, but the two, <laughs> two of us. Was, was, <laughs> <laughs> so cheesy, but I love it. And the dance. Like, there's a there's a remix on their tour version that goes into, like, this, like, Jordan McKnight kind of, like, bop at the end. Like, yes. Yes. Give that to me. Oh, they always remix their song so mm-hmm. well. But, yes, back to back to you. Back to you, Chris, yes. on the NSYNC news. Well, so the final single from the album was Girlfriend, and there also was a new remix which was produced mm-hmm. by the Neptunes and featured Nelly. From what I read, actually, Nelly's label was really hesitant about letting him on it, but he was adamant about it, and it was his first kind of big feature. Yeah, was... So that worked out because it was a huge hit, yeah. and it would eventually become the group's last single. So far, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep that so far in there. Right. Yeah. I respect <laughs> that. You know what? Shout out to Nelly hopping on because he's like, I met these boys. I met these boys at the Super Bowl. I had to hop on a song. You know? <laughs> Let me stop. I had to rap. I have to say the way he raps. But, you know, I mean, he was the hottest guy at the time, so I get why he was at the Super Bowl. We didn't mention him, but him coming out in the middle was great. But, um, you yeah, know, he was the hottest guy, so it's good to kind of have him on the song in terms of, like, mm-hmm. new audience. You know, he's a new guy, so it worked out. Um, but, yeah, I think I'm more familiar with this the this version because of the way I just rapped it. I just recognize that, his his rap flow. Um, but, yeah, no offense to the song. Other than you know, nothing like that. But but this would be yeah. the last single. <laughs> okay, I guess you know. But but it's interesting how like this relationship with the Neptunes and Justin kind of suddenly yep. was forged. Lord knows how it happened, but you know, Justin's always been kind of interested in things like that because even on I forgot what song it is. Oh my god, I can't remember. It's on this album. He does like a fricker, 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 very Timbaland esque kind of vocal break. Justin's very much into that. He was always very into that hip hop thing. And then JC was kind of like into the older stuff. So it's interesting to kind of see them like come together. But yeah, no, I think the single is okay. It does what it needs to do. It's, it sounds like yeah. them, but like not like wow, bang. Yeah, it's really interesting because if you look at it more big picture, like, this clearly is the sound that Justin ends up doing, right, for his first album and onwards, yeah. really. Um, and even the video is almost a part one to Like I Love You, which was Justin's debut <laughs> single. Like, it's kind right. of the same vibe <laughs> there. Uh, it is. I do Absolutely. enjoy the song, though. Again, <laughs> it just feels like it's a transition song. Like, this is us heading towards this new kind of more mature phase, leaving the Swedes <laughs> behind <laughs> Basically, you know? no, basically, um, no, basically, no, basically, yeah. And there's yeah, a slickness yeah. to it that's not in anything else of the singles, yes. at least. Um, yeah. The harmonies, though, I will yeah. say, are actually very beautiful on this. They are pushed up. You do get to hear really beautiful harmonies mm-hmm. from all all five of them throughout. Um, so, yes, thank yes. God for that. <laughs> and the music video, Word. you know, Absolutely. fits the song. 
again, it's like almost a grown up version of what we were saying before, where they were like glorifying the high, the, the like high school jock thing. Now they're like, you yeah. know, these 20, yeah, these college, college kids that go to these like drag races. But it's a good video, and and yeah, it's just it's a little anticlimactic right. though as yeah. their last single. <laughs> yeah. Well, the album and its singles performed very well commercially, but compared to the extreme heights that Noah's Strings Attached had reached, it was not quite as successful. And after NSYNC finished the celebrity tour in 2002, the group agreed to go on what was supposed to be supposed to be a temporary hiatus. Yes, um, it was only supposed to be six months. It's giving oh. Spice Girls, but at least Spice Girls did come back together that <laughs> for the third album. But uh, yeah, so we're focusing on the group, so we're not going to get too deep into the solo stuff. Let us know if you would like us to, though. I would love to actually talk through Justin's solo career. We've been career. talking about it, yeah. And even JC's stuff, we've talked about, you know, yeah. his solo career as well has been very tumultuous, so it's interesting. But let's give a little snapshot on mm -hmm. kind of what was going down. So Justin and JC had wanted to work on solo material and obviously the record label was also gearing them towards working on solo material. So they both were signed to Jive Records as solo artists. Sure. The other three, I don't think they wanted to be solo artists, but I doubt the I... label would have even signed them even if they wanted oh, to. Oh, yeah. No, you're so... Stop giggling. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, that's just that's the situation true. they were that's in. True. Um, so Lance, his biggest thing was that he was certified by NASA and the Russian oh, yes. space program as an astronaut. He unfortunately never actually got to go into space, but he is a certified astronaut, at least. Yes. So maybe one day, although... Actually, yeah, maybe one day, right? Like, it could still yeah. happen. I don't know. <laughs> um, Joey did some acting gigs in a few films, and he also yeah. presented on television game shows, and he also uh -huh. went on Broadway as well. That was a big yes. thing. I think he was on Rent, and he did, yes. was it Beetlejuice or Rocky Horror? I forget what oh, else he shoot. did. I can't remember. But he did a couple Rainbow. shows. Yeah. yeah. Chris ended up actually starting an alternative rock band, and he also Checks did out. some acting and hosting. Yes. Um, so they they were all active uh, you know, as well as they could. Um, but of course, JC and Justin were the ones who did release solo yes. music. So Justin released Justified as his first album <laughs> kind of less than a year later, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> with almost instant success. And that yeah. was catapulted, I think, by Cry Me a River and the whole Britney fiasco. I think that actually helped him. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, and then JC released his very experimental album, schizophrenic yeah which was not successful and long story short he was screwed <laughs> over by multiple parties he did not yeah. have the same budget and support that justin did yeah and the eventual janet jackson super bowl controversy ended up affecting jc also just for being an adjacent party so yeah. there's a lot there but yes at the end of the day, Justin had reached a ton of success okay. and the group did not come back together to release anything else. You know, I always say this. I was like, I think I said to like, like at your house one time, I was like, bro, if Justified did not work out, this man would have been, guys, I'm back. I swear to you. There was no way if Justified would have flopped. Yeah. Be a different conversation. No offense, Justin. Yeah. I love just oh mm, love I love me some white chocolate justin. I'm not gonna hold you. Yeah. I'm, I'm a fan too. I've seen them in concert, you know. Like yeah. I am a big fan. Yeah. At least in this yeah. first couple albums. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that something? But you know, I always I've always kind of had that feeling. I'm like, wow, it's crazy. Like the relationship that you've developed and and, and and the conversation that you had, and now you're working with the Neptunes and they're producing for every hot hip-hop artist so you have a feature by the clips who was super hot at the time you're getting all these awesome licks on your on your cuts on your album and you're going to a studio in virginia to work with them personally so they're make they're making it purposely for you so you're getting all the hottest tracks and you already have your own he was already like really musically talented as well so i mean him and jc used to make demos together so it only checks out that he was like this is what i want to do this is what i'm trying to do and i can't do it with the group Mm -hmm. Um, or who knows maybe he just didn't want to do it with the group either way I feel like he just knew that he had to do it 
or just I guess suffer or just feel regret for not doing it so fan of Justin I feel bad for JC um, I mean he's doing fine for himself he's uh done work with a lot of artists k-pop artists western artists meow mix you know he's been doing his thing that's a new one <laughs> I know I know I've been that out there because Chris showed me like a couple weeks ago listen <laughs> I love you <laughs> I love you JC um and, you know, everyone seems happy. And also, if I were a group member, I would love to be like a Joey. Like, I can sing. I would. I can sing. I can't. But in terms of, like, personality-wise and just being a solid, per- like, a person and the- mm-hmm. you're there for the group and what he's doing now, I probably would end up like that in a group. Like, the one doing, like, the, the variety shows and the hosting. and the- So good for him for not feeling like he had to make music that was recorded. He did the Broadway. He did Big Fat Greek Wedding. He did all these other things. And even the other gentlemen, like, they they found their own kind of route. Like, Chris could sing, but I think he just realized, like, pop is not his bag, which is why. He did, like, some country show, too, even. Yeah. Gone Country or something. So it's like they all were able to find their own way without, you know, you see some groups and someone's an addict of some sort or someone is kind of down on their luck or someone just did something that completely destroyed their career where no one actually trusts their talent anymore so kudos to them happy for them and um yeah it's just you know it's interesting to see like this was their last album like you said i wish i wish we could have got something a little bit more but whatever i'll leave it alone (laughs) (laughs) yeah well before the official breakup they did actually reunite in 2003 for mm-hmm. the Grammys, where they did an acapella Bee Gees medley. Yes. And they also performed the national anthem at their charity event in 2004. <laughs> uh, but as I mentioned, Justin's huge solo success eventually led to him in 2004 confirming yeah. to the boys and to the public that yeah. he had left the group. And he actually later claimed that he felt he was growing out of the group and that he wanted mm. to create the music he wanted to make and he and he felt... Like, he didn't want to compromise, et cetera, et cetera. Um, um, but, unfortunately, for some of the other members, they were they were expecting the group to reunite during those few years. And I think Joey has talked about this. I think Lance has talked about this, that, that they turned down some professional opportunities that they shouldn't have needed to if they knew that the group was already over because they were prioritizing their time yeah. for the eventual NSYNC reunion. So I think yeah. Lance mentioned that maybe there was a sitcom or something that he was up for. Mm. Just like more of these long-term projects that yep. they they Turned could out, have yeah. they could have done if they yeah. knew they had the time for it. Yeah, Joey, I was watching something and Joey was like, I'm a closure kind of person. I need a closure. <laughs> like, it is true. Yeah. If you don't say anything to me as mm-hmm. a person, I'm going to think there's a chance. Like, I don't, I don't do well with like, not being communicated like that. So I can get why he was, why they were the all same. were kind of hoping for it. Yeah. I need you to say no. Like, okay. <laughs> you know? And I also kind of feel a little bit bad that they don't, they didn't feel confident enough or like the record labels didn't feel confident enough to like at least let the others get together. Yeah. There's no offense. Like, well, Joey can sing those notes. Uh, Chris can sing those notes. Uh, like, just rearrange the song. No offense. No offense. No offense. But it just sucks that you're getting kind of held back because you're waiting for someone who is just the star. I get it. But at the same time, it's just like, let them. They can sing this as well. (laughs) Yeah, it's interesting because, I mean, I think clearly, like, the boys have have kind of gotten over everything that Mm -hmm. went down at the time. But it does really suck. Like, their whole career, like, from the very beginning, they were kind of told that two of them were the stars. And the other three kind of just had to play their part behind them yeah and nothing there was no support to set them up yeah afterwards like they had to do all that stuff on their own which really yes. sucks i think yeah and i don't think that's fair no exactly um, yeah but unfortunately like you mentioned it is the reality of pretty much every pop group out there <laughs> the backstreet boys actually being maybe one of the only ones that's not right that's my thing yeah they which is very only... interesting yeah. and that would be for another episode but yeah, it is really sad that they weren't all given the same opportunities. Yeah. And JC especially. Mm, oh, mm. He's so talented. Absolutely. He's so talented. But he yes. has since mentioned he's working on a musical, which I'm quite excited about. And he did oh, go yes. to both and Juliet premieres for inspiration. So that's promising. And I wasn't there. Damn. 
I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> like, I know this man's married. I'm totally joking. But, you know, yeah, this yeah, is, yeah. singer JC, love him. Yeah. As a married man, no, that's just all you, girl. But, oh my God, like, pop star JC, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there have been other uh, projects, other little reunions yes. through the years. So, yes. The group has since released some compilation albums starting with the greatest hits in October 2005, which included I'll Never Stop, which had never previously been released in the U.S. The label also released The Collection in 2010 and The Essential In Sync in 2014, the latter of which included unreleased recording from the group's earlier years. And the group members had no idea that the project was even being released. Yay, <laughs> we love uh, the admin at record labels. We love it. <laughs> it did chart, though, so it shows that the fans are still there. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I actually do love that Essential project. First off, because it does have that for the girl who was everything version that I was telling you all about earlier. Uh, but also there's some really cool, like unreleased demos and stuff on there. Mm -hmm. Like their cover of The Lion Sleeps Tonight is hilarious. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> you know? And now they're just like more Eurodance slash like Swedish yeah. songs, you know? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Question for you. Who owns the rights to their music now? Because Jive got like sucked up by who now? Yeah, so it's very confusing because Jive is back under RCA, but not the yes. same RCA that was RCA before. Okay, <laughs> that's for another episode. Yeah, so basically the music industry <laughs> kind of fell apart pretty much Absolutely. after the boys fell apart. Yeah. Oh, maybe we can blame them for ruining. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> we can blame Napster. We can blame Napster yes. because oh the whole God. downloading era is what kind of ruined the music industry. So a lot of the labels were like bought out by each other. So it's now just been consolidated a lot more. But technically, NSYNC yeah. are still signed to RCA Records because after uh -huh. their Jive record deal transferred over, yeah. they're technically still contractually obligated they're not contractually obligated to record new music, but if they record new music, they have to do it under RCA. And I believe there's two more albums under that deal, from my understanding. So, yeah. Facts. Drop it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So in addition to these label releases, the group has reunited physically a few times as well in okay. public. I'm sure, I'm sure they've hung out, you know, like in <laughs> private, right? Uh, <laughs> but first up in... 2013, Justin got to perform a career-encompassing set to celebrate him receiving the Video Vanguard Award at the MTV Video Music Awards, and he invited the NSYNC members to participate in a very, very short medley <laughs> of Girlfriend and Bye Bye Bye. Look, you look very unimpressed. <laughs> yeah, because my, my boo had to sit there and go, had to sit there and hit runs at the end of the song, the song that already stopped. He's in there. I'm like, oh my God. This is oh, my baby. I felt so bad. I was like, <laughs> okay, oh my God. Thing. Here's the thing. Two minutes and 14 seconds exists on the internet. Why is it time that little? Like, not for nothing, but JT's not Beyonce. You know what Beyonce does? We at least get five songs. When we get remixes of those five songs. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Even for the Super Bowl. Sorry, I'm gonna calm down. Even for the Super Bowl, you could have brought them out, bruh. That would have been- I know, everyone wanted it. Well, everyone like... really wanted Janet, so. Oh, but this he, is which, true. He did invite Janet. He did, he did. I appreciate he said that. no. <laughs> well, my thing is, you opted to do Purple Rain when you and Prince had beef, when you could have just did in sync. That whole beef is none of my business, but it's just a, it's like a kind yeah, of like a yeah, joke yeah. now at this point. But it's one of those things where it's just like, bring them out. It's what we want. Please and thank you. He is so talented. That I will never take that from him. Mm -hmm. Listen, white chocolate Justin lives in my heart right here. But I also like in sync. Um, but yes, anyway, moving on off the soapbox. In 2018, the group received a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame in L.A. and reunited for its reveal. Yay! And they also appeared on the Ellen DeGeneres show where they played uh, Never Have I Ever, which was so much fun. It was the 20th anniversary of the first album in the U.S., right? Okay. So, I mean, I guess it makes sense, but it just sucks because they didn't have anything else around it. Like, we didn't at least get, I don't know, even a new remix of a song Hello. or something. You know, Hello. it was just a bit 
odd. I will say the speeches were really beautiful, though. Mm -hmm. You can tell, like, the chemistry is still there. They were super, super thankful. Um, All the shout-outs to Robin and their moms as well. Like, Justin shouted out their moms at the end because he was like, I was 14 and you let me do this. Um, So that was really, really sweet. And, yeah, the Ellen interview was fine. But, like, it was just so anticlimactic. It was, like, it was just over, you know, within a couple hours. And then nothing happened. No, you're right. I think I just enjoyed watching them together. That's what was so fun about it. It was them, not the whole... There was no fanfare. Not enough for me. Yeah. They could have at least given us, like, an acapella chorus, though. Like, something. wasn't it on, like, April something? Wasn't that near the end of April? Like, give us yeah. It's Gonna Be Me, like, acapella. Like, that's all we need. Anyway. <laughs> In 2019, <laughs> moving on, Ariana Grande invited the group to perform with her during her headlining Coachella set. Justin was unfortunately unable to join due to him being on his own solo tour. But the other four members appeared to perform It Makes Me Ill, which Ariana had sampled in her own yes. song, Break Up With a Girlfriend on Board, and Tearing Up My Heart. And Justin did give his blessing for the other four to do it without him. So It was kind of interesting to watch the guys kind of get back on stage with their dad bods. It's so funny. Because um, we all age, you know? And they all still have it whatever it was and whatever it is it's just a little like dusty or a little tarnished whatever it just needs a little bit more polishing or a little bit more practice but they're not given that opportunity because they don't know when it's going to come so why work so hard at it right when you have other things to worry about but it was fun to watch ariana try to do their steps i feel so bad she was in those big old platform heels and doing all the tearing up my heart like (laughs) it was it was a lot and um no shout out to jc you know trying to hit them notes it's interesting because I'm just like, damn, you, we only have so much time left with these guys to like really get these, like to sing these notes. Like New Edition is a little bit older than them, I think. And even listening to them, I'm like, oh my God, my heart. Like, oh, oh, how much, how much more time do we have before we can't get another moment like this? So I was really grateful at least to kind of see them all together. Is and it? they did fine without Justin. Sorry. They did. Just want to, I'm no offense. Love you, Justin. Sorry. Yeah. But I will say, I will say watching the footage, maybe it's just because of the way that live stream was for Coachella but it felt like that crowd wasn't fully appreciating how amazing and monumental that moment was absolutely not which is very disappointing but it it sounds like from the interviews and stuff that all four of them had the best time and JC said that he had fulfilled a dream for him yeah honestly Coachella just invite the full group like come on but uh there is a very (laughs) short behind the scenes video actually on youtube it's only like a minute but you get to hear some of the acapella harmonies like you see uh, you see them practicing it and it sounds so good like they yeah. still have it for sure yeah. um so I, it was nice to see them on stage for sure um, and that ariana sample is awesome so yeah she was smart for that one i was perfect <laughs> yeah. like i said makes me ill <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so throughout the years the various members have also had many reunions for example lance has had a few members on his podcast and chris and joey have performed together chris with his broken arm is hilarious going at it (laughs) man can't say nothing about this group they they gave it to you and a few of them were actually in a progressive insurance commercial and Mm. most recently jc the the meow weeks (laughs) the others aren't in that one though but at least it's in sync adjacent with those harmonies (laughs) i know i'm so sorry i just went through that like i saw commercial i'm like oh yeah yeah First off, <laughs> shout out to Lance. Thank you, Lance, yes. because you had the other members and in yes. sync related people like Johnny Wright, et cetera, <laughs> on your podcast. So thank you, yep. Lance, because yes. he also asks a lot of the questions that the fans want to know as well. Like he always asks the reunion question. <laughs> um, and everyone's obviously a little more upfront and honest with him. Like even yeah. JC, I think in his, he was like, I'm only talking about this because you're the one asking yes. me. Like I normally ignore this question but it's actually interesting because in the latest interviews i think from maybe 2020 2021 yeah it's actually jc who sounds the most hesitant about a reunion more so than justin like when justin was asked about it he basically was like i could picture some really cool things we could do together we just need to actually talk about it but i'm open to it yeah and jc was the one who was more like like is there anything else we really need to accomplish here like what yeah. could we do to even improve on anything that we already did like he seemed very not sure about it uh-huh. um and it doesn't yeah. sound like he which is surprising watching 
all these old tours and stuff, it doesn't sound like that performing actually is that big to him. Right. It's the it's the music making. Yeah, it's the yeah. creation. It's the production. It's yeah. the writing. It's that that he loves, and it's not yeah. the performing, even though he was so good. Which is yeah. insane. Oh my just god, yes. insane. Yes. Um. <laughs> so that's very interesting. You know, I think people just assume that it's Justin that's you know not letting it happen, or, or you know that he's preventing it. But no, I think not. JC's yeah. yeah been kind of holding back on it too. The you other three what? seem up for it though. <laughs> this man is this man is getting older. He's married. He's settled in. Like, I think any kind of touring would take him away from the life that he's he seems very happy with, or at least satisfied and contented with. Rumors have been swirling though. So, swirling. for context, we are filming this in mid-August. Yes. And just two hours ago, ET <laughs> Word Entertainment Tonight and loads of other. Um, well-known publications are starting to post about some rumors because the new Trolls film, Band Together, is due out in November 2023. And so for those that don't know, Justin is not only a lead voice Trolls. in the cartoon, <laughs> a lead yeah. troll, yeah, but he's also like, he he's executive producer of the, of the soundtrack and everything. And Every sound, every soundtrack so far has had some new music. So the first one being "Can't Stop the Feeling," uh, with Max, that was done with Max Martin, and then he also did "The Other Side" with SZA, yeah. also mm-hmm. with Max Martin as well. So of course, there's going to be a new song for "Band Together" too, yeah. and it's called "Band Together." <laughs> so hint, hint, right there. Uh, the trailer features Justin's character reuniting with yes. his band, yeah, and. In one of the trailers, you do hear a very ethereal, echoey version of I Want You Back with (laughs) new vocals, which it's mostly Justin, but there are harmonies there. So even on Reddit and on Twitter and on TikTok and everything, the fans are getting excited and now the publications are picking up on it. Uh Everyone's thinking new song, NSYNC reunion, Max Martin reunion for the new Trolls movie. We interrupt this program to bring you an important update. Today is September 13th, 2023, and NSYNC has been spotted at the VMAs! Ah! Ah! After 10 years and minor teething yesterday, the comeback has begun, 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 (laughs) begun. (laughs) All right, so we filmed the Pop 101 a few weeks ago, and a lot has happened since then. So we're going to provide a brief update as of today. Earlier this month, mysterious posters started showing up around big cities around the U.S. It had the infamous Star N logo. Yes. There's troll hair. Yes. (laughs) There's five different versions of the poster, and it leads you to a QR code, or, well, it has a QR code, that leads you to takeyoutoabetterplace.com. So we have a song title, everyone. Yes. (laughs) So if you actually go to that website, you get to pre-save an unknown song, and it does automatically also save a Trolls playlist to your platform of choice. Amazing. And there's a play button, and if you click it, you get a little preview of like a two-second whistle melody. And of course, those five trolls, or the tops of their heads from those posters, are there. And you can already guess who is who, because Justin's uh, troll is obviously there. Lance's has rainbow hair. Joey's has red hair. Chris's has like the little goggles and the little like ponytail <laughs> thing. And um, JC is like sparkly and blue. So there you go. As he should be. <laughs> I'm excited. Okay. I'm super excited. Honestly, I'm not going to lie to you. Take you to a better place sounds like someone's going to die if they're pulling the plug, but oh. you know, whatever. It's cool. Um, I'm still excited to hear the song. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we did then get to hear a little bit more of the song because yeah. on Friday, September 8th, the Bob Baker Marionettes performed special in-sync medleys at City Walk and the Walk of Fame in uh-huh. L.A. And the medley ended with the chorus of Take It to a Better Place. And thank you to all the fans who did the fan cams because we get some JC ad-libs and uh-huh. we get some Chris Harmonies. It sounds oh good and very, very fun. I love it. I'm happy. Oh, I cannot wait to be taken to a better place, okay? Oh, yes. love it. 
And then Johnny Wright, manager, put up on Instagram a picture of the marionettes on the NSYNC star with the caption, here we go. What an awesome prep. And of course, if you were watching the VMAs last night, NSYNC was at the VMAs presenting to Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Wow. Amazing. Best pop video. Of course. They they would know they've made some of the best pop videos ever. Oh, man. The teasers for the VMAs were hilarious to watch. Again, the fans, you guys are awesome. Like, everyone's <laughs> like, okay, Justin's in New York. And then it's like, wait, Lance just put up an Instagram post and he's in New York. <laughs> JC is on a private plane and we don't know where he's going. Like, it was so funny seeing all the updates that everyone was trying to figure out what was going on because oh, I love that. all the members just happened to be in New York. Oh, yes. And, uh, yeah, it was brilliant. I, they look so good together. Mm-hmm. Um, that oh. little elevator um, picture that they all put up or, or post that they put up on socials. Yes. Um, yeah, it was very cute. I will say sure. Taylor Swift's reaction was great. Like, her just being like, why are you doing this? Like, what are you guys planning? Right. What's coming next? Like, I thought that was really, really funny. Um, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, great moment. Good Absolutely. start. Yes, yes. And yeah. also, if you were watching the VMAs, Megan Thee Stallion and Justin Timberlake do not have a beef. She was just really excited to see <laughs> them and Black women talk with their hands. She was like, no, we have to be introduced properly. Mm-mm, we have to talk for real, for real. <laughs> so, yeah, clearing the air before someone tries to attack Justin. Listen, I'm waiting oh. for White Talk. I'm waiting for White Talk and Justin to come back. I've already said it, okay? In sync um, first. In sync first. Oh, yeah, no of course. Solo. No, no, but hang on. White Chocolate Justin is great when he produces for In Sync. So I'm I'm on it. <laughs> I'm on it. Okay. <laughs> We're getting trolls first though, because yes. <laughs> the latest reports state that In Sync will have a brand new song for the ending credits of Trolls 3, Band Together. Yeah. But yeah. unfortunately, due to the current WGA and SAG after strikes that have shut all of Hollywood down. The group cannot actively promote this song because it's for a movie. Oh, you know. So I, uh... who would have thought that this writer's strike would get in the way of the insane career yet? Oops, oops. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Listen, it's one of those... I support the writers, though, of course. I was about I'm to sorry. say, yeah. it's one of those things where it's like, hey, listen, man, <laughs> y'all better. <laughs> By hook or crook, give me my money. Any hoodle doodle, we sure. are so excited to hear whatever they give us, especially this new troll song. Uh, but we got to go back to the uh, pop 101. In my dreams, of course, I want every single appearance possible. I yes. want live performances. Yes. I want everything that we possibly can squeeze out of them. And <laughs> yeah. if my fantasy were to continue, it would lead to a full on stadium tour. Jesus, try to kill these men. <laughs> and give them give them all the awards too. I want an honorary Grammy. I want yes. the video Vanguard just for NSYNC, et cetera, yes. et cetera. Artist of the Millennium Award. That... <laughs> yeah. um, but of course, I want to be realistic. Like yeah. if it's just a new song and them saying one or two lines in the new Trolls movie, I will happily take that as well. Because as I mentioned Word. in the beginning of this class, my love for NSYNC has only grown. And yeah. as... I've gotten to watch kind of all these different eras of pop groups. And now we have, you know, mostly these K-pop boy bands that are Mm -hmm. still around. Yeah. NSYNC can walk all over them. Yeah. (laughs) In every way. Put me in a ring. Yeah. Like, it's kind of crazy. Like, (laughs) they were so talented. Yes. And the catalog mostly still stands up. Yeah. Yep, and now with this whole revival, it's like <laughs> they were <laughs> hello. It's peak nostalgia time. Absolutely, absolutely. And so I think that's why we want them so badly. Right. Yes. yes, I think that's why we want. Give us a stadium tour. You know, honestly, I feel like we're <laughs> going to get like a. You remember that old town skit that happened years ago where these old men were doing like? But that's how we're going to get them. No. What? <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm no. joking. I'm gonna shut up. I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> but yeah, their their influence is, is is felt everywhere. I mean, Four Town from you know turning red. You know, did it on the oh oh oh. You got it. It's literally you got it. Like so, Phineas and Billy. They really should have had another opportunity. Would have been actually to have in sync voice Four Town. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, you're right. That would have been amazing. Oh. Robert would have just been Robert then or Robbie, you know? I'll yeah, but Robert. then that would have gotten in the way of this potential trolls thing. So it's okay. That's yeah. true. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All right. So we're caught up. Yeah. Mid-August 2023. Word. <laughs> but more could be happening. So 
my hopes are there. Uh-huh. But in the meantime, we can highlight some of their amazing discography. Yeah. And we have some contributions from some of our listeners and friends as well. Yeah, CCTV crew came in deep, boy. <laughs> um, all right, so first we have David with his choice from the No Strings Attached album called No Strings Attached. Baby, you're not the only one. You don't have to be afraid to fall in love. And I know that you were in the past, but if you want it, it's my love. No strings attached. So he says that the song has a universal quality to it. If you were a starry-eyed and hopeless romantic teen, you felt like you could relate to the either perspective as the guy chasing the girl or the girl, the actual Target fan, <laughs> daydreaming that in sync the guys themselves would want your attention. Mm. So in actuality, that song was metaphorically written. And if I'm remembering correctly, how bad Transcon and uh, Perlman treated them. So in this case, Jive Records is the protagonist of the song, and he says he's getting a little too philosophical, so he dropped off there. But <laughs> it's interesting when you throw all those layers in, it's just like, hmm, no strings attached, save you from whoever. I'll t- it just all makes it makes sense. I'm with you on that, David. We're here. Yes, that theory. song is so good. And watching <laughs> yes. all their concert performances and stuff, too, they treated it like it was a single. They performed it in all their promo gigs and stuff. And yeah, yes. the, that dancer team with the shoulder <laughs> flicking. <laughs> yeah. I love that. And great harmonies in that one, too. All right. So another listener choice. We have Candace and her choice is Selfish from Celebrity. So she says, NSYNC had incredible ballads with memorable melodies, and Selfish lets the group showcase these beautiful harmonies. And of course, she has to shout out JC's ad libs and runs and says they are on point. Yeah. I love oh. Selfish. Definitely yeah. one of my favorites from the Celebrity album. And it yeah. was produced by Brian Knight, too. And he oh. also knows a good Oof. ballad. <laughs> Girl. But yes, oh, this, har- this <laughs> melody is beautiful. Different. Yes, and it is one of the ones on the Celebrity album that does, you can hear the other three as well. Goodness. So I appreciate that. Goodness. Oh, God. But yeah, shout out to uh, Brian McKnight and JC on this because <laughs> you can hear it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what's your pick, Chris? Oh, this was so hard. But <laughs> I ended up going with I Just Want to Be With You from the debut album. I just want to be. Taking it back. Yeah. So this was produced by Full Force, who also produced my favorite Backstreet Boys song, spoiler, which is all I have to give. So yeah. this tracks, yeah. I think. Uh, I just think it's a perfect boy band song. Like if I wasn't a boy band, this is what I would want to sing because it's really smooth. It's cool. Yeah. There's a ton of harmonies. Mm-hmm. It's super catchy. There's a built-in dance break as well. <laughs> yeah, totally, yeah. <laughs> and it totally could have been a single. I know they released like, 10 songs off the first album but it could have been one too because <laughs> it's super there. smooth and it's yeah. a little sexier than i think anything else on the first album oh so yeah. it was a nice kind of it would have been a nice transition into the second album i think as they were getting a bit older but yeah, yeah. this is just one i look forward to every time and the performance on the disney special and on that first concert were really good there's a ton of footwork in it uh, the drums sound amazing. And Joey and Chris do get some little highlight moments in it too. So just perfect all around. Perfect. You know, I was like, I was like trying to figure out like, which one Chris? Like, which one? Here, this one checks out. This one checks out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> my actual favorite, like, this is, this is insane. And the one that my mom was watching with me that made her say these white boys can get down is Space Cowboy. She saw them and she was like, they really, they, wow, okay. Like she said, these white boys can get down. 
but it's true like this song for me like you said if i were in a group i want to have this kind of song because it's allowing them to kind of use their r&b technique to deliver a more rockish kind of approach jerusalem like he's giving like he's giving that kind of like uh uh more rockish kind of style of singing where it's the uh, it's, it's smooth in some places with the r&b with the runs and and then the harmonies are there and then left eye is rapping on it i love yes. it. Like anything with her on it like she was at her like lyrical peak here before her passing because she was in her like spiritual digital like thing bag so it was like everything was just wordplay just just strange strange lyrics but for the time with how Y2K was coming in and people were like, oh my God, what's gonna happen? Is the is the stock market gonna crash? Is the world gonna end and the bombs are gonna go off? This song was just fun. Like if the world does end, why not just ride off into space and have a good time? Come with me, I'll take you off into this new place. Like I am like the best time you're gonna have. And then mm-hmm. the yeah, yeah, yippee, yeah, yeah, yippee, yeah, yeah, yippee, yeah, yang, yippee, yeah, yeah, yippee, yeah, yo. I struggled with that for so long until I finally got it like this. Mm-hmm. And that, and then, and then Jay Z was popping his booty in that video. So I mean, like, uh, what more can I say in the concert? Yeah, special, in, that, so. in that concert, that's definitely a highlight for me too. Oh man, so many good ones. Indeed, indeed. Mm. So let us know in the comments below what your favorite song throughout the discography. And if you are from a different country or a different territory, please let us know what songs you liked from the albums that were not featured here in America. Uh, but yes, yeah, definitely drop a comment below. And uh, yeah, class is dismissed. <laughs> All right, yes, what do you all think about NSYNC? Please comment below. Message us at CCTV Pops on all social media. You can also hang out with us and the crew on Patreon because we need help. What should we cover next in this Pop 101 series? The Patreon crew gets priority, (laughs) so let us know. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and turn on notifications for our YouTube channel. And if you're enjoying the show on a podcast platform, please give us a follow, rating, and review. Until next time, that's Jan. That's Chris. Oh, no. And we're signing off from CCTV, the nonstop pop show. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye, bye.